Rides and Weirdos, The Journey Home. I am your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sylvia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Connery, and Johanna, playing Fall. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, um, debauchery, endless debauchery, <laughs> Beatrice retiring to bed with a uh, steamy book, and Sevier and Fall retiring to bed with a steamy guidebook, and each other. Um, uh, so. Um, since then, um, though, overnight, Conrad, the dream, come to him. A strange dream in which he found himself the groom at a wedding. The bride he recognised, uh, he also recognised his brother in the crowd, um, whose face flickered on occasion between his own face and that of Strad von Zarovics. This brother of Conrad's rose up and started killing guests before approaching the bride and groom and killing them. And then Conrad woke up. Conrad, you wake up in a cold sweat and I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw, please. Oh, yikes. I will also say for um for Flavor's sake, he wakes up and while whatever's happening takes a grip on his mind. Um, last time he woke up gasping, he still does that, but he has tears running down his face. And um, in kind of that my he like reaches for the bedside table and digs out that ring and throws it across the room. But I will roll my saving throw. Um, that is a 16. 16. That is a failure, unfortunately. Can you roll me a d6? Okie dokie. A five. A five. So you forget, um, you have no recollections of your time in Shan. So that is the dinosaur races, that is Velvet's. You remember Eberron broadly, but all you remember is your time in the Mornlands and the uh, the tomb. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible! Everyone else has had a very sexy night, and Corey's forgotten the one time he got to actually bone down with someone. Ah, <laughs> oh, again, an, an actual pleasant evening he had, day he had with dinosaur racing, all that. Cool, great. So he just mm. like yeah, um, throws that ring across the room, and then just like just gathers the blankets to himself. Um, he sleeps naked, obviously. Um, and then, like, just, like, uh, draws his knees up to his chest and just, like, just, again, still just, like, gasping to himself, but just, like, tears running down his face as he sort of um, doesn't know why. Um, he was rattled by that dream. That was horrible. That's, apart from being killed again at the throat, like he was before, but different. He 
the the dream, the the place that was what he was running away from. One of the things, anyway. But then he just feels an emptiness, different from the emptiness he's felt for so long, and he just sobs. Um, meanwhile, um, how is everyone else's morning faring as you wake up? Beatrice, oh, I, I am, feel bad. Yeah. Beatrice, is, is this a morning different than any other? No. She's up early as usual and she's probably already gone out for a wander. She would have been up at like sunrise and gone for a wander through the market okay. before coming back. Um, Paul and Sevia, how are you two this morning? Yeah, it's a pretty different morning from the regular. <laughs> but yeah, no, a bit of a bit of a different morning. <laughs> um, well, I guess in certain ways it's not, because uh, they've been sleeping in the same bed for a while. Mm. So so in that regard, they probably wake up and they're like, ah, another pleasant evening passed <laughs> innocently. And uh, then they are probably both naked and they're probably like, ah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the memories come back. Yeah. Unlike certain other people in this party, <laughs> their memories do come back. Yes. <laughs> Oof. 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 Um. I think Paul will probably like check in on Savia and just be like, was that good? Um, and then probably like offer to like get her breakfast. Oh, you don't. I, we can both go to breakfast. It's okay. Are you sure? I mean, I wouldn't mind to pamper you a little. Oh, I, um,. Uh, Sevia just blushes, <laughs> and uh, so I. Well, uh, no, you. I don't. Um, are we being a, a bit impractical? I don't know how we can both do that. <laughs> well, we um, if we both go down to breakfast, but then we buy each other breakfast, and then. We give each other the breakfast we just purchased for each other. Then technically, that that would work. <laughs> yeah, sure. If if you want to do that, uh, absolutely. Well, I don't want to be very far from you right now. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> like ducks his head down and blushes like uh, they tend to, <laughs> and it's just like, um, oh, all right then. Let's um. Get ready. Uh, here's your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I lost track of that one. Um, here, uh, I don't know where anything is, if I'm being entirely honest. My brain is completely blanked on most things exterior to, yes. Um, let's get dressed. Yes. Yes. And then she just starts scurrying around the room. <laughs> Just attempting to find clothes. Paul will um 
kind of like um, touch her arm and give her guidance as well. That's so cute. She goes, oh, 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 did I do a spell? Oh, oh, yes, I've been studying that one. Darling. And she gives them a kiss. <laughs> they give her a kiss and then they get ready for the morning. And then they get ready. And then they probably go downstairs and buy each other breakfast. Yes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, when you get down, uh, well, they got down last night. Well, yes. When you end up downstairs, Beatrice would have already organized for breakfast for everybody, but was like, had this to like, had the staff wait until, you know, everyone came down. So the second that the two of you appear at the bottom of the stairs, she sort of makes a gesture and waves over the staff with your breakfast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, the plan. But you might be hungry. Why? It was a big day yesterday, that's all. Mm, yes, yes, a big, big day. Um, many things occurred. Kaliana, um... Yes. Fall just is like next to like, I'm watching you, Beatrice, no. <laughs> Could Beatrice make a perception roll for me? <laughs> Uh, is it more a perception or an insight? Perception. Oh, I know what this is for. 23. <laughs> Sevia doesn't wear that higher collar anymore. Yeah. I didn't think... I didn't think anybody got you at the throat in combat yesterday, Sevia. What? What do you... Cruising. Nick. Her eyes go so wide and she makes direct eye contact with Fall and then attempts to pull the collar she does have up as high as it can go. And she just goes, I don't know what you mean. Mm-mm. Sorry about that. Beatrice pulls a spare scarf out of her bag and just sort of like plops it on the table. Paul was also undoing the like sash that they have around their waist, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know why I would need that because there's nothing on my neck. But thank you, Beatrice. That's very sweet of you. And she puts it on because <laughs> she is now very worried about when Conrad comes down the stairs. I and then, would imagine it's probably not long before Conrad does so. Longer than perhaps normal, though he does okay. sleep in for, for quite some time. Yeah. But yeah, if people are just milling around at breakfast for a while, he would come down. Have, well, let's say that the time he is, yes, not that long. Um, but yeah, he's just looking very, like, just quiet and subdued. Um, and. Um, yeah, just wearing the big loose loose white shirt and the little 
well, tight. <laughs> the pants that he always wears. <laughs> this car just like trudges down the stairs. Um, he kind of like looks like he was he was like stepping towards the door to just go out, just to, just to just wander anywhere. But then he just looks over and is like, "Oh, that's what I should be doing." Yes, and then just goes and um, steps over to sit next to them. Probably doesn't immediately comment on policy <laughs> because he can't see anything. <laughs> He's got a high collar now. It's fine. <laughs> um, but he just sits down and um, stares blankly at the table for a few moments. If people don't say anything, then he'll just look up and be like, any news on the, the developments we're waiting on? Uh, good morning. Uh, none that I've heard. Uh, yes, good morning. Hmm. Uh, yes, no, uh, Beatrice just uh, got us all breakfast. Or it looks over what, what you guys are eating and Beatrice very like a, like a bland, sweeping kind of glance like, ah, good. It is coffee. Mm. And kind of like reaches over and probably pours himself something but just kind of just holds it and just looks down at the... Um, the mug. <laughs> did did you sleep all right, Conrad? He grips the mug like a lot more tightly. Um, just kind of like furrows his brow a bit um, as he looks down at the mug, and then just kind of just does like a a shrug um, and continues to look down. Hmm. Uh, well, that is a matter of question. Did you sleep all right? He looks up blithely at both of the, both Sevia and then looks over at Fall and at Beatrice. Beatrice smirks. <laughs> it looks a little yes. bit like. He's like, oh. fine. Mm. Great, great sleep. Um, so much sleeping, nothing but sleep. Stevia says as she adjusts her scarf. Am I? Did I miss something? I mean, you could roll get me up an really insight late? check, Conrad. Yeah, it's only a twelve. Twelve. I mean, Stevia, roll me a deception check. I think Conrad's going to win this one, gang. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a seven. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got... Something definitely happened more than Something sleeping. happened. Did you have a dream? What was in dream? Um... No, no, no dream. Um... Oh, of course. No, no dream. Yes. No, what happened um... then? Was there an attack? No, Sylvia's no. hands are just completely over the scarf, trying to hide <laughs> her neck entirely. Um, the people, because you're a bit further away from our room, the people like right next to our room, like they kept coming in and out all night, and it was really, it, it was really disruptive. That's what happened. Yes. Oh, that is annoying. 
between that and Sevier, the scarf, and the already <laughs> success, ball, roll me a deception check, Conrad, roll me an insight at advantage. Okie dokie. He's also going to look over at Beatrice. That's an 18 for Conrad. I got an 18. Oh, did you say perception, Darby? Insight. Insight, yeah, 18. Yeah. 18. 18. 18. Hmm. Beatrice is just sitting there. Were you involved in this, Beatrice? Yeah. What's little, happened? She's looking a little like... She, she's looking smug, basically. I don't know how you imagine to do that with your face, considering the beak, but um, what does that mean? Have difficulty passing what your face is meaning right now. I don't know. They were just, everybody was like down this morning. I was up early, unlike everyone else. I sleep in. The problem with that? No. Good. <laughs> he kind of like just like tips back in his chair a bit and just looks over at Fallen Stevie like, huh. Beatrice is just getting into other people's business. Other people? Hmm. Don't mind her. <laughs> I see. Did you have any plans for the day? Did you want to do anything before we headed off? He, he was like tilting back on his chair a bit and then just kind of like rocks back on them and just like his expression changes from suspicion to just like just blanks over a bit. It was like, not particularly. What was our plans again? We were to be, we were to be traveling soon, yes? I believe we're going to Fort Denali with uh, Galliana. Apparently, uh, if you go to the Cobalt Soul, they have a quick way of getting us there. Okay, well, nothing that matters for me, I suppose. I don't really need any supplies. Not much that can prepare you for anything these days. So, not particularly. Was there any places or stores that any of you were... Uh, Intending to attend to? I don't know the word in common. Uh, uh, no, I, I believe Fallen Beatrice went on a little run yesterday, so the rest of us should be good. I believe I have to send a sending to Mordenkind and letting him know what's going on, but apart from that... Yes, he must be gleaning a lot of information from that place he is in, he is residing at currently. The library. Well, I'd, yes, either a lot of information or he's just gotten lost amongst all the stacks. Mm. I've done that. <laughs> this, is po- mm. this is true, I have seen this. Hmm. He looks over suspiciously at Savior and Fall again, because it's kind of like... Can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> um, he just like folds his arms and just like leans back on his chair a bit again. I see. Well, I will get my things once we have all finished with breakfast. Then, if there is no other business to attend to. Uh, yes, that that sounds like a plan. Sounds good. Hmm. Yes. Well, let's see you soon. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we... And he rocks back. Um, 
to his feet and then stands without momentum and um, kind of just kicks the chair out of the way a little bit and just leaves the, the untouched mug of coffee and goes back out to his room to get his things. <laughs> Something happened last night. That was a weird interaction. He's not yes, normally... I think so. Yes. Hmm. If he wants to talk about it, he'll talk about it. Oh, Beatrice, he historically absolutely will not. Precisely. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk, he doesn't want to talk. At least not to the group. Well... Beatrice just sort of pointedly looks at Sevia. What? You two are very buddy-buddy. Well, he... It's very odd, actually. Well, he's my friend. Do you help friends? He feels very caring about people. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Besides, not not all of us know what we're doing, Beatrice. Or at least can make it look like we do. I mean, no one knows what they're doing. That's just life. Well, no, but he... <laughs> I don't know. Are you, are, wait, are you, uh, hmm, and she <laughs> puts her elbows on the table and she points at Beatrice a little bit. And she goes, is this that thing I read about in a book one time called Reverse Psychology? Where, 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 where you think that Conrad does want to talk about it, but he doesn't want to talk about it, but he won't talk about it. So you d d d make it seem like he shouldn't talk about it, but then you tell me, and then I go talk about it. That's, I don't, I, is this a mind game? Are you playing with me, Beatrice? Tell me the truth. Beatrice just sort of rocks on her chair. Oh, you're really good at that poker face thing I learned about. That's enough teasing us, Beatrice. Are you? You better not be playing mind games with Sylvia or myself. Be honest here. Oh, <laughs> forces both little hands on his hips. Beatrice continues to rock on her chair. Like reaches over grabs like a cup of coffee takes a giant swig stands up and says i'm gonna get ready to go and disappears upstairs i <clears throat> you know we've been with her for several for at least a month and a half at this point i 
have never and will ever understand a single word out of that woman's mouth. Uh, same. I mean, she can be so straightforward and sometimes, and then <laughs> no idea what's happening. Very stressful. Mm. She's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in a lot of feathers. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. Thank you. I've been thinking on that one for a while. It's very good. Mm. Could, um, write a book about all of us once this is over. Adventures. <laughs> well, I've never been much of a prose writer, but, you know, it might be worth it. It's a lot of intellectual... Like, this is a huge intellectual pursuit, what we're doing. The plane jumping, the being forced to plane jump, the travel, even just the creatures. There's very little about this on Fielo. That's true. You're right. The who amount knows? of planes that traveled between is bizarre. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe one day we'll all be famous heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that would be very odd. <laughs> I'll settle for being us. Yes? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hmm. Well, I wasn't... I do want to go talk to Conrad. Do you want to come with or do you want to pack for a little bit? Hmm. I don't know if a united front helps or intimidates him. Serious? Oh, what are you rolling? I rolled a 19. Laura, what would Conrad give off on that front? Is that a 19 on a d20 or is on that an inside? An inside? On an inside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. It depends on the approach. Um, mm. Fall has noticed that, like, Conroe doesn't particularly trust people's intentions um, for reasons of why they want to, especially if they're looking into his well-being. Yeah. Um, Fall knows from experience when they first met Conrad, Conrad was quite, didn't really seem to care very much about people's intentions. Um Fall was one of the first people that Conrad reached out to try to um to want to make alliance with and things like that. Um, before they turned him down, um, he didn't seem to care for a long a long time about that. After the temple, he seemed to care a lot about that. Um, and he still seems to kind of carry that with him. That said, Conrad is not Conrad is difficult to talk to falls many times but fall has also gotten through to connor quite a lot of times as well um it doesn't seem to make a big difference about whether it's one person or two people he does not uh, uh, the one thing that you know he's, he doesn't like, react very well if it's the entire group um yeah but yeah um because for instance like in barovia um when Conrad was charmed and Sevia had to dispel the charm um, on him after <laughs> he'd walked back with Exley and Beatrice. Um, both of that, that was 
an okay interaction, perhaps from Thrall's opinion. Um, that didn't go quite well, and the card did open up to them. So yeah, um, hmm. he probably would not be opposed. I guess is my rambly answer to that. One. No, excellent. Thank you. That's yeah. very <laughs> interesting and helpful. Um, in that case, um, I think he should be fine with both of us. Uh, maybe gotten through to him before, but um. It's as long as he can kind of trust where we're coming from, I guess, which is kind of hard to put across. Maybe you need to be honest with him, but then I don't know if he'll believe us. Well, it's worth a try. It's always worth a try. Mm. Um, well, good. Then we shall go talk to Conrad and see what is up. One thing first, and Sevia takes, uh, what did B just get us for breakfast? Just quickly. Uh, uh, probably a bunch of different things. There's probably, you know, like traditional sort of like ham, eggs, sausage, uh, then maybe like berries and fruits and a stack of pancakes or something. Just, just okay. a bunch of stuff. Sevia takes one single pancake off her plate, puts it on Fall's plate, and then says, there, I got you breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <clears throat> yeah, um, he will get, like, two, like, little chunks of sausage and, like, a bacon Rush and put it on her face, her plate like a smiley face. <laughs> her, face. Her, face. <laughs> her plate like a smiley face. Oh, fall. Remember, you got that at the um, at Morning Kindness Mansion. She looks so intensely emotional in that moment that Fall remembered something about her uh, that was very small and, like, seemingly inconsequential. And just in full view of the entire town in Sheep, it gives them a smooch. Fall's probably, like, like, a bit with surprised the by, like, <laughs> the strength of the reaction, but it's like, yes. <laughs> Kiss. Kiss. And then she kind of winces a bit and goes, my lip, my lip, sorry, sorry, ow. Oh, sorry. Uh, the we have to, yes, we have to be more careful with the fangs next time. That ow. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Um yes, I'll I'll be more careful with that. Do you no, need healing? No, it's fine, darling. It's fine. It is it is inconsequential. Uh, I do appreciate feedback. Okay. <laughs> also, yep. and then it's just like, <laughs> unless it's like terrible, <laughs> like internally, it's like, <laughs> but yes. Maybe not in a public place, but sh I'm sure if you want, I can't even finish this sentence. Um, yes, no, that's just um, quickly aid this. Mm. Mm. She just starts 
she just shovels the rest of her breakfast in her mouth and then probably like still chewing stands up and holds her hand out to go and talk to Connor. <laughs> yeah, Fall will take her hand and head to Comrade. Head to the boy. Yes. Excellent. Um, his door's probably actually open at this point. Um, he's just carefully laying things back into his suitcase um, on his bed. Um, CV is still going to knock on the open door. Oh, we ready to go already? Uh, no, uh, Fall and I wanted to have a word. Nothing bad. <laughs> He's like posture tenses for a moment, then he turns around properly. Um, okay, what about the strangeness you two were doing before? Um, saying, sorry, saying is probably the better word. Speaking, the strangeness you were speaking. Yes, uh, saying. Why are you clutching your throat? No. Kind, of, kind of like reflexively like touches um his throat for a moment. And then tilts his head to one side, um, like he's taken to doing since previous party member was here. Um and um he's like Okay. Well then what was it you wish to speak of? Plans without Beatrice. She can be nosy, I do know that. So that is apt. I, not plans in she is very nosy there's a lot of nose um, it, uh, mm, true he like starts to fold up like the, the really fancy coat that he'd gotten that he was like I think it was like the previous night before we went to like the um, or maybe the night before before we went to the uh, big library adventure <laughs> where we fought the Hydra um, and he looked very proud of everything and then he went out to like try and get information. Everyone was like, wow, geez, you don't know how nobles work at all. And since then he just hasn't worn it. It's just in the same kind of white shirt. Um, I, w- I will say too, as if to uh, illustrate the point of like Beatrice being nosy, <laughs> I imagine we cut back down very briefly to just <laughs> a shot of Beatrice watching as like wa- like the waves of like morning customers, morning patrons just <laughs> come in and uh, and find places around the tavern. <laughs> and and each new one kind of piquing her interest. <laughs> back, oh, that's really back, cute to imagine a little bird looking around. Back to upstairs. <laughs> I like that visual a lot. That was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I know we asked downstairs, but Fall and I were wanting to ask genuinely and in a more open setting. How are you? Mm, Why would you ask this? You will forgive me, but you were acting rather distant this morning in a way you haven't in a while, and 
we did not speak much on it yesterday, but, you know, some pretty bad things have occurred in the past few days. Mm. And I am worried for you. We are worried for you. He sounds yes. very still as he's listening to this. Sorry, I'll pause just a moment. Um, but just, he's like, just got his like hands on his sides, but one of them does like tremor a little bit um, as you're saying this. Um, and just kind of like just taps his fingers along his side. And then puts another one on his hip as he like tilts his head again to listen as Volkatees talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Yes, I mean, I know a lot's been going on and that's very stressful. And I think, it, I don't know, it seems like we're worried it's been taking a toll on you. You don't seem very happy lately. And and I hope, I hope you know that that's, I mean, we want you to be happy. You're our friend and you're my brother. Yes, uh, my apology. Things have not fared me well, I suppose, of late. <laughs> for a while uh, but I should not uh, it must be awful boring to continue to have to do this I remember you have approached me recently see, recently see here and back in Avernus and then fall at pauses for a moment in the temple I do not mean to have to have you seek me out to ask these things. You should not concern yourselves of them. None of us are doing well, I assume. He kind of like puts his other hand on his on his hip and then like leans forward a bit and looks for both of you. Although presumably you two are doing better. Yes. <laughs> he raises an eyebrow. I will also notice while well, like um I'm trying to do his dialogue. Like, um, Conrad does slip a lot into like just the or more awkward form of speech, um, which he's been doing a lot more lately. Um, mm. But yes, <laughs> he like raises an eyebrow, like just again looking between the two of you. We have been peachy, um, but mm. the-, the relationship suits you well, I suppose. He straightens up again. Um, well, thank you. But that does not... Our concern for you is not a boredom. It is not a... a drain. Concern comes from a place of caring. Hmm. We don't want you to be happier because it's convenient. We want you to be happier because you would be happier. That's right. I, I've had a lot of people in the past just get bored with my general state of being, and but that's that's not what I'd be doing with you. I just want I want to either offer any assistance to help with what you're going through, or just to let you know that I care. If you're happy or you're not, it's just. Regardless of if I'm happy or not. Mm. 
He looks like he's like contemplating this a bit. I see. Well, unfortunately, there's not much you can do to help, um, but that is. It means something that you wish to, I suppose. You haven't heard how to appease a god? Appease a god? A god's probably a, the wrong word. Sylvia's, her eyebrows furrow for a moment and they go back up. And she goes, and she kind of says, well, nothing off the top of my head, but we are heading to the Cobalt Soul. Yes, maybe there'll be answers there. Maybe Maybe. things will be quieter there. If you can, what do they want? What we all want, freedom. It is difficult when I do not know how to obtain that myself. It is difficult when we do not know how to get home ourselves, except for some distant goal to stop Arkan. Maybe he will have a thing that will help us, so Morton kind of says. And he kind of like plops down on the bed. And then just jesses at both of them. Tis difficult. Only hear many words. Only want action. Don't know how to do it. And then... Well, we all saw Strahd, yes? Yes. Have you been able to summon Exley since? Pardon. Exley, your shadow spawn. Cara's brow furrows um, for a moment. It was I not meant to mention that you named your shadow spawn after our ex party member. Uh, who? Who <clears throat> uh, the the robot with the interesting mor- morals and the mushrooms. Are you giving this, him the silent treatment now? This is quite a way to manage your grief, Conrad, or is this a prank? I'm not good at pranks. Clarification. Yes, a clarification you do vaguely re- recall an yeah. automaton that comes yeah. with you. Oh, yes, uh, I recall the automaton, yes, that's right. Mushrooms, you say? I see. Yes. Travelled with them for a time. Uh... Richard. His, like, expression zones out for a moment, like, just, like, jolts again. And then just like blinks and looks back at them wide-eyed. Uh, pardon, sorry. <laughs> Do you? 
Is... Do you not remember Exley properly? I remember the automaton, yes. That was its name, right? What was Exley, was it? <laughs> yes. He yes. was your friend. Yes, you got along quite well. My, f- my friend. <laughs> what friend like you two? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Oh. No, you. And Connor's like looking quite like wide eyed, um, and just like completely like he doesn't look completely bewildered, but he looks like he's trying to school that as much as he possibly can. Um, but um, he's like some of his fingers do kind of like grasp onto the sheet that he's sitting on, he's sitting on the bed at the moment. Um, and he does sit up a lot more like tall and straight. As you're saying this, um, it's like, um, I something, uh, something missing, missing. Ah, uh, what, 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 what were you? You wish to see if I was well? Yes, that was your meaning of this. Yes. Yes, sir. Ooh. What's happening there? You have... Your memories are altered? Have you have you come into contact with any weird magical objects or anything? Uh, did, did Strahd do this? I, I should hope I should know if Strahd has controlled me again. That was... That may have... I, I, I do not think so. It's... This is not control. And Sylvia does kind of approach him slowly, hands raised. Not to be near... Not to get close to him, but just to be nearer to him. Mm. And... She said, you are not being controlled. That is a very broad sense of the term. Uh, I, 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 I don't think so. I don't recall anything. I, I did see Strahd. I have, have spoken with him. I did see him again. Did after the fight? Yes. In your dreams. His like gaze kind of slides slides down. Yes. He killed me. Through the neck. Oh. I'm sorry. It was a dream. Nothing to be sorry about. Is 
Conrad, I... Is Strad here on his own? Or is this connected? I don't know. Is this anything to do with what you were just saying just now about your gods wishing for freedom? Kara just like looks between the both of you for a moment and then just like he, again his eyes are quite wide but he looks like he's trying to school all of his emotions and then he just kind of just like sighs long and just flops back on the bed just takes out another exhale and is like yes Strad came speak with me I tried to make deal he did not listen he said that he also was under governance, under power, sharing power with the power that I have. But he was shadow, not dead, just banished temporarily, stuck here, stuck to me, although he would not admit it, stuck in presence anyway. They want freedom. They want beyond. They want me to return. Strad believes he deserves to return. Strad believes that his failure will continue along, as it always has and as it always will, although he believes he can break the circle. He also believes... He tried to say that they would discard me if I do not know do what do what they wish. His arrogance is believing that they would make up with I do not understand why they would put up with him if he has failed so many times, but it all sounds like a dream. So these these patrons, these deities of some kind, they are tethered to to you and to Strad and uh, they're taking and giving? Is that what's happening? I don't know. They've only given, but I hear them always. Since we left the temple. Since we left Barovia. They might be some kind of... They might be affecting you poorly in some way. Did you create an awful lot of noise? Is that what happened when you couldn't hear in the battle before? He's still like like lying on the bed and he just kind of like um, he's sort of like been winding his hands up to the sides of his head as he just looks up at the ceiling. Yes. They get loud sometimes. I did. I could not do magic until then. They spoke, and they are still here, ever present. They need me to find something for them, but I do not know how. I do not know how to get to them where they wish to go. I don't know how to get home myself. I don't. 
don't know where Stroud falls into that. I think he just wants to take advantage, which makes the most sense. Kind of person he is. That's that's an awful situation. If if you could be free of them, would would you do so? I don't know. I guess it's hard to know. Is that possible? I don't know if it's... The power is what... It might be an early way out of here, but I don't know how to... If they would just discard me. It's not my choice anymore, I think. kind of looks to Savia um, to see what she's thinking about this. It's not their wheelhouse. Um, she's just been looking at Conrad this whole time and about how very young he is. And um, she says, may I step closer? He like tenses for a moment, but he doesn't move. He just keeps looking up at the ceiling. You may. She walks until she's kind of like at the foot of the bed. And um, she kind of sits on the end of the bed down near his feet. And she reaches out and just gently puts a hand on like his, his shin. And she says I am not going to condescend to you and tell you that there is always a choice because we have spoken enough times that I know you do not believe it (sighs) okay but there is help there are ways to make choices. What if it's not enough? Then we try harder. Who was the automaton? Exley. He was very big. <laughs> He had nature magic. Control of spores and poisons was his favourite. And he could turn into animals too. And you liked him. You called him 42. He was useful. If I liked him, why don't I remember him? Because I think... You were wrong when you say your gods have not begun to take. It's just quiet for a little moment longer, but he does have a couple of tears running down his face. Which you You can see from that distance. You will note that the tears have a slight amber glint to them. 
<laughs> they're still they're still very clearly yeah. like uh, a cl- like clear real tears. Yeah, yeah. But there's just that slight orange ambery tint. Yeah. (sighs) Does a little pat on his shoulder kind of awkwardly, (laughs) trying to comfort him. Um so sorry. I don't, I don't I I don't know if this would help at all but um I think I can cast remove curse I don't I don't know if that helps at all with anything to do with deities but, but maybe it could lessen the effects would you be willing to try I would Okay okay <sighs> He gets out his book that he bought that's like um, a dummy's guide to healing magic. <laughs> Not the other book. He like takes the book that was inside. Take that one out. Put that in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> just flick through. I could just get a little refresher on um, on how to cast a new curse. Does it have any? No, it doesn't have any components or anything. Um, so he just kind of like touches his um, his lyre and then the focus necklace Sylvia gave him. And then just kind of like pops a hand on Conrad's head to focus. Okay. And probably like a light purple light comes out over Conrad and remove curse. Excellent. So, Conrad does like sniff a bit. Um, he's trying very hard to like just not cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's difficult to do when you start, stop when you've started. Yeah. So, while not common, there are some spells that are beyond the scope of Remove Curse. However, I will allow an attempt. As you are a Charisma Caster fall, I need you to roll me a Charisma check. As a Bard, you get to add half your proficiency bonus, so an additional plus two. Okay. It is a very um, high DC because this is a very difficult thing to remove. Um, Sevia also has removed curse. Can she be assisting? I by way of in, by way of instructing Fall through what to do and helping if there's any issues. I will allow it if you also expend a spell, an equal spell slot. I absolutely will. What level is Remove Curse again? Third level. <laughs> so, absolutely, I will expend that to help. Ooh, okay. So that so gets full advantage. I got advantage. Yes. So I rolled a 19, plus 5 for a charisma, and then plus 2. Mm-hmm. 26. 26. That is below the DC. <gasps> yeah. It is, you, it is not so far below the DC that you feel that there were any uh, negative repercussions to your meddling. Mm. But, Conrad, you do not feel any different. You doesn't feel anything at all. No. No effect of the magic, no nothing. No. Oh. 
I'm sorry, I am. Um, it felt like it was like the spell was right, but it, it it didn't work. I don't I don't think it got rid of anything. He has his eyes screwed shut and he just opens them um, for a moment and just blinks and then just like scrubs back some more streaks of amber. Um and um He's just like, no matter, you tried. Uh, and he sits up um, and again tries to scrub again at his eyes. Um, that just looks quite miserable. He's like, it's fine. I haven't really done a good, made it, done a good job before this, have I? I don't think it's any of it's your fault. Well, no one wanted me to go around touching coffins to get there. I did. No, I can't. Well. Not much to be done, really. Just got to keep going, going, see if I can get past this or see how long it goes for. So, uh... But you are not alone. We can no, help I'm... you. You've tried. That's the important thing. He like tries to like awkwardly pat fall on the shoulder. <laughs> um and slides to sit up or stand up from the bed. Meanwhile, downstairs, Beatrice, can I ask you to roll me a uh, perception check? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. You have a sneaking suspicion that there is something a little bit off about some of the patrons here. Can I get everyone to roll initiative? What? Okay. (laughs) Hello? Sixteen. Ten. Ten. Nineteen. Nineteen. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Then, however, I will note that, uh, folks are, um, surprised, so in the first round you will not be able to, well, those upstairs will be able to act as if nothing is going on, uh, 
Beatrice, you'll, you'll be able to act like the stuff is suspicious around you, but you won't be aware of combat yet. Um, so. Um, but. Um, oops, what's that? That is. That is that. Um, this guy is. They are... Yeah. This guy is... Okay. So, um... Yeah, so the thing initiating this surprise uh, is going to get first action with 23 initiative. Um, as I should double check that this happens before I narrate it though. Um, uh, sorry. Oh, not that I needed it uh, with with a sudden ability this creature has, but uh, this NPC has, but that's a natural 20. Oh, uh, as no. you feel a short sword stab into your back, Beatrice. Huzzah! <laughs> um, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw on top of that. So... Uh, you take 12 points of piercing damage. for the con save. That is a success. So you only take half damage on the poison damage, um, which is... Um, between 4, 48, 56 plus 31 is 80... Uh, 82, I think, so half to 41 poison. As a, uh, half, uh, half green dragon assassin, uh, stabs you in the back and gets a second attack, too. Um, first turn advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn. And any hit the assassin scores against the surprise creature is a critical hit. Um, so that is a 19 on the dice. Um, so that's going to be, again, auto crit. Um, and a constitution saving throw, please. Um, as you take this time... 13 points of uh, piercing damage. Um, 22 for the con save. 22 for the con save. That is another success. So you only take half, which is... Uh, what is 50? 48. Uh, 
76, if I'm doing my maths correct. Um, yeah, that seems about right. Uh, 76 halved down to uh, 38 poison damage. And that's the assassin's go. And you immediately get your uh, revenge. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, this is not fun. What Beatrice is going to do is... <sighs> She's going to shout out to the bar. Murderers! Thieves! Assassins! And then this energy is going to coalesce around her. It starts glowing. All of Beatrice's magic glows this sort of green gold and this is slightly more visible than usual. Now, I'm just going to double check what the rules for the surprise condition are because this might limit what... uh what you can do as well. Mm -hmm. You can definitely shout out like that. Um, so if you're surprised, you can't move or take an action on your first turn of the combat and you can't take a reaction until that turn ends. A member of that of a group can be surprised even if the other members aren't. Um, so, but you do get your shout out. Wow. And you're no longer surprised at the end of your turn. Uh, I'll, because of the wording on it, I'll allow a bonus if you have a bonus. Uh, so I'm just trying to. Uh, Sevia is on deck. Um, roll me a preemptive perception uh-huh. check to see if you heard Beatrice's shout. Low DC because she's pretty loud, but just to check. <laughs> 21! Sevia's okay. perception's really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, for reference, while we're waiting, uh, Fall and Conrad, can you please roll me the perception checks as well? Yeah, I've got a 17. 17? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that is definitely fine. Okay, Beatrice, have you found a bonus action that you like? So, as a bonus action, Beatrice is going to cast Spirit Shroud on herself. Okay. So, all this sort of green energy starts coalescing around her. And she calls forth spirits of the dead, which flit around her for the spell's duration. Okay. Um, it is concentration up to one minute. Yep. Um, and uh, any what creature. Type? Yes. Yes. So it will what type be. What damage are you selecting? Necrotic damage. Necrotic. Okay. Um, and any creature that's that um, starts its turn within 10 of my choice within that starts within 10 feet of me has its speed reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Okay. 
um, yeah, so so harder to get out of dodge from you. Yeah. Um, very. Uh, I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. Energy. Sevia, uh, it is your go. You heard Beatrice's cry from downstairs. Okay, so from the perspective of all of us upstairs, we're having this very emotional, very tragic conversation. Uh, and Sevia opens her mouth as if to say something, and there's a look on her face that Conrad has maybe recognized from the library, uh, the big wretched one with the hydra in it. Um, and she looks as if she goes to say something, and then they hear, murderers, thieves, assassins! And then probably the sounds of magic and some kind of screaming as dead spirits begin flying everywhere. I think Beatrice is in trouble. Oh, gods. Oh, no. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she, like, grabs Fallen Conrad and starts zooming her little body. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Yes, honest. And uh, as we... Do the little zoomies, uh... <laughs> this, this spell is very annoying because I'm so high in initiative. <laughs> but, uh, she is... She's gonna cast Sanctuary on Fall. Almost okay. like it. Almost like she doesn't realize she's doing it just as they're running there would be this, like, fizzle of, like, magic shoot up their arm that feels protective. Okay. Which means until Fall makes an attack, casts a spell on an enemy, or deals damage, uh, any creature who goes to attack them uh, must first make a wisdom saving throw. And if they fail, they have to hit someone else. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, anything else on your turn? Just scooting. Boot yeah. scoot okay. shuffle, baby. Let's go. We okay. got a verb to save. So now uh, some of the cultists um, are... Yeah, they are going to make their way to Beatrice. Um, each of them gets to attack twice. Um, and they have pack tactics, which unfortunately means that they also get uh, advantage on the attack rolls. Um, so, eight advantage attacks against Beatrice. Um, the first well, one... y'all. <laughs> the first one, not too great. 16. Misses. Yes. Second one, also a 16. Uh, third attack. Uh, that is gonna be a an 18. That one will hit. That hits. Fourth one. Uh, yeah, that's an 18 on the dice, so definitely hit. Uh, fifth one. Yep, that'll hit. Sixth one. 
Yep. Seventh one. Yep. And eighth one. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Nineteen is the total. So six hit. Um, and each of those also benefit from their ability of a fanatical advantage. So, uh, oh, not all of them. Three of them benefit from fanatical advantage, which is kind of like a mini sneak attack that these guys have. So it's once once per turn. So first first guy completely whips it, misses both of his attacks with the scimitar. Second guy uh, does thirteen points of slashing damage on the first hit and uh, oh. 13, 14, 15, 16, sorry, I forgot to add the plus 3, 16, and then an additional 4, so 20 from the first one that hits, uh, second one that hits is going to do a total of 6, 12, 17, uh, 27 points of damage, um, Beatrice is looking very, very shaky. And the third one, three hit points. So, third one, the first attack is going to do uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 points of damage, uh, which I believe will be you downed. Very much so. And so... That last attack does two automatic failed death saving throws as a melee attack uh, while you're unconscious. Um, uh, hmm. Hmm. This, guy, this guy's just gonna watch on waiting for you guys. Uh, then Conrad, it is your go. Okay, so Conrad is screwed. Um, he probably like was like upset. He like, stood up and then just like, yeah, turned heel to um to get. So we're all, like on the second floor. Uh, yes. Beatrice down there, running with the other two. With, um, with a bonus action dash, you could get. You could get um down there um and at the very least within like throwing dagger range there's a sort of way i could get down there would that take up my whole action though what is the other way you can get down there a jump (laughs) i'd allow that with the movement uh (laughs) you're gonna take some damage but you can mitigate it with an athletics check yeah so he's going to bonus action form of dread. So while Savior is dragging the two of them along, uh, the Conrad and Fall along, who will, in a, in a sense, Fall is very fast. Um, Conrad is vaulting along for like a second. He kind of, and he's he's been very despondent for quite some time. Um, he's been registering things a lot more slowly for weeks now for, for a week now I keep you how short the time mm. period is but um he like um uh 
like his eye, uh, he like so he's quickly doing the thing that he used to do at the start of the adventure where he pinpoints certain points around the area. And he looks around, he like is making quick calculations about what, what he should do, what he could do. He looks down and um and sees um Beatrice completely surrounded and da- and uh, uh, collapsing basically by this point. Um, and so he breaks away from both Fall and Sevia and jumps over the balcony. Okay. Um, um, oh, and, uh, oh, and I also said it earlier, bonus action for the dread. So you two near him will just feel like he doesn't like do like maybe some other podcast might do. He doesn't elongate or anything, but like you can just feel like his bones kind of crack a bit. And then like the amber tears that you saw just stream down his face as his eyes um, completely like cloud over into that amber shape and like shadows like cover, like gather around him as he jumps. Okay. So, um, as. Right. So, Romy, Romy, your temporary hit points, roll me your athletics yep. check. Um, and uh, as so you are getting 16 temporary hit those, points. Yep. Hang on. And as you're getting your athletics check, I will tell you because of Conrad's assessing the, uh, the scenario down there, there is the, uh, what appears to be half human, half green dragon, um, assassin. So they are humanoid with very draconic features, but not to the extent, like, they don't look like a dragonborn. Yeah. Um, there is another... Uh, creature down there that is a dragonborn that seems to be the one that's kind of in charge mm-hmm. um, and then there are the four cultists so the four cultists are just um, human looking um, and so they and the half green dragon assassin are surrounding Beatrice the dragonborn is just watching on Mm, okay, well, kind of, we can't reach that the, the dragonborn watching, but he would like to, if he can, jump, let land on one of them that's next to Beatrice. Roll me an athletics um, check. Yep, alrighty. Okay, so that's my plus seven. Okay, um, so that is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, so I'm going to give you a choice then. Okay. You can either. I well, actually, I'm going to allow you to land on someone, on one of the cultists. Excellent. So, the choice that you have is: Are you leaping to mitigate damage, or are you leaping? to do as much damage to this person you're landing on as possible because both of you are going to take the same amount of damage so are you prioritizing your safety or his harm we know what conrad chooses it's his harm okay so you are taking then um 2d6 of bludgeoning damage as is the cultist as opposed to only 1d6 that's so, fine um, and I rolled a one and a two. So you both <laughs> oh, take well, that's all right. three points of bludgeoning damage. Doesn't um, even harm him. The shadows eat it up. Yeah. So you, you land on one of the cultists and there's a bit of fumbling, um, but you've, you've done some damage to him. And can I attack? Yes. 
Excellent. Um, oh, I haven't... Uh, keep forgetting to utilise the bonus action. That's fine. So it's just a regular rapier, um, but he will stab that down into the cultist um, that he landed okay. on. Um, so that's a 19 to hit for the 19 first attack. 19 to hit? Okay. Uh, that... So this was... Sorry, was this regular cultist or the assassin? Uh, the one that... Oh, so did I land on the regular cultist or the assassin? Yeah, it would have been a regular cultist. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, the- regular cultist, because I'm near the assassin as well. Yep. Yep. You, um, you're near the assassin as well. They're all kind of crowded around Beatrice's limp body. Okay, so yeah, no. It's he probably, the- like, yeah. weirdly still in her chair. Yeah, Probably yeah. face in the table. Like, face in the remains of her breakfast. Yeah, he was able to assess the general gist of this. So he is, yeah, vaulted over the um, the balcony, landed on one of the cultists to kind of break his fall, but also just thrown his entire body into them. And then he turns around and stabs into the assassin um, with his flame tongue rapier, which sadly not flaming yet, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um... Uh, so, yes. Um, did I say how much what I hit it for? Uh, I think it was did. 19, was it, I think. 19, Does it hit? Yes, that hits. Cool. Um, excellent. So that's um, six plus I didn't pre roll this, sorry. Uh, so 13 points of damage. Now, <laughs> Beatrice is unconscious, so she's not technically my ally right now, is she? Uh, no, you need no. it needs to be <laughs> a conscious fine. ally. She is your <laughs> ally, right. but it needs to be a conscious yeah, ally to be That's prepping. all good. Um, um, second attack is um, a um, like a 29 to hit, so yes, yes that'll hit. That's gonna hit. Um, that's another d8, so cool, an eight, so uh, eight. 16 points of damage. Sorry, what was the first attack again? I was checking something and uh, thirteen, I believe. So, so sixteen, uh, and twenty-nine all points of damage altogether, yes. I believe. Okay, and Not that's the end bad. of his turn. As he scrambles, as he yeah, yeah. Um, the, <laughs> sitting on <laughs> the assassin, kind of growls <clears throat> at you. You've meddled with us for the last time. This will um, be your last time if you continue on with this. Uh, and as you say that, you hear a a roar from outside with a slight crackling to it. Um, as Uh-oh. a young blue dragon um, shoulders its way through the door. I'm going to say it does need to uh, attack at the, the doorway um, in order to get in. It manages to do that, but that is its action for the turn. Um, but yeah, so there is a young blue dragon in the, uh, kind of destroyed doorway. Paul, it's your go. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, Fall is going to, uh, uh see Conrad do this jumping maneuver and be like, yeah, that's, that's the best thing to do. Absolutely. And just, um, follow suit. And he's very good at, um jumping and landing well so he probably wouldn't take any damage because if it's only if it was more than 45 damage would he take any yeah which is not possible at this height it has to be really high for your slow fall not to 
kick in. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 um he doesn't try to land on a person because he doesn't want to take damage. So he just like does a, a really good like tuck yeah. and roll to minimize it all. Now we just need to keep in mind that is your reaction though to use slow fall. So you oh. won't have you won't be able to benefit from an attack of opportunity between now and your next turn. But you don't take mm. any damage. <laughs> can I take the damage instead? You can. <laughs> That's a bit better, Gaby, but he will want to have his reactions free. Um, okay. For what he's got planned, <laughs> sorry. Do you, Roll that do you damage. want to do what Conrad did and land on someone? Nah, nah, I no. think he'd still okay. he'd still try to go for a clear so me, Romy, I'll... I'll allow you, because you're a monk, to roll mm-hmm. either athletics or acrobatics. Okay, I'll roll acrobatics for the tuck and roll. Oh, I rolled really low, but I got a dirty 20. Okay, um, that is enough to safely land. Um, <sighs> Excellent. You would still take uh, one point of bludgeoning damage. Okay, cool. And then um, he's going to just, like, whip around the room and sideslock on Beatrice, who we heard make the scream before... Yeah, notice that she's just face down, seemingly unconscious, so he's going to run right for her and uh, grab a hand on the on her shoulder and cast a third-level cure wounds. Okay. Uh, so that heals her for 19 health. Not too bad. And then as a bonus action, um, he's just going to say... Um, <laughs> Uh, come on, Beatrice. Uh, uh, get up. You can. You can hang in there. You got this. And <laughs> oh, I roll real bad. Um, heal her for another six health. Yes, with uh, what's, uh, it, what's my... it called? Divine restoration. Yeah, that's right. What was it? Another six. Yeah, another six health. All right. That's right. So she's on her feet, and then he's just going to kind of stand there in guard position, preparing to keep anyone away from her. I will say, Beatrice, because. Because you were killed in a seat, you aren't prone. <laughs> you are seated. You aren't prone. Um, all right. Uh, it is yeah, the first assassin's- mistake. Yes, it is the assassin's go. Um, the assassin, noting... Uh, the assassin's going to be very, very annoyed at uh, what you've just done for... And what Conrad's done to an extent, um, and isn't too concerned about collateral. Um, uh, so he's going to roll. Uh, he's going to use his necrotic breath. So I need the three of you uh, to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Counter spell. That is not a spell. Not a spell. No. Um. got a nat one so that's a four you do get a plus five for being within like ten feet thanks that's a nine (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) not um what was it again uh wisdom save wisdom for some reason uh ah because it's got a secondary effect that is wisdom based okay but i'm gonna Um, find out in a moment 24 yeah 24 is enough. Um, what do they get? 
And Conrad? 15. 15. Okay. Um, so that, that actually is the DC exactly. Um, so you succeed. Um, so... Um, oh no, I was looking at... I was somehow looking at the wrong stat block. Uh, I was looking at the leader's stat blocks somehow. Um, switch that for a con save. Ah. So same same roles, but um, change That's the modifier. That's the same. It, it's exactly okay. the same to full. Yep. Oh, um, it's two more for Conrad. 26. Two. Yeah. So same same results anyway. Um, so, and two of the cultists. Actually, it'll be three of the cultists. I have to save. One succeeds, one fails, one succeeds. So, all right. So those that succeeded, um, or let's let's keep it simple. Those that failed, so Fall and one of the cultists, um, take the full twenty-seven points of poison damage. Um, so one of the cultists is taken out with this poison breath. Um, you don't have anything regarding poison, do you, Fall? No, um, I don't. No. Uh, and then. Beatrice Conrad and the two uh, cultists who succeeded their saves take uh, 13 points of poison damage, um, which is actually enough to take out the one that you landed on, Conrad. <laughs> Excellent. As the um, shadows drift away from him and his eyes clear again. Yeah. All right. Um, that is his go. Uh, Beatrice, is your go. So... Beatrice has gone down, she's woken up, sat straight up. This asshole is still behind her. So once again, this green glow sort of comes upon her. Mm-hmm. And she threw the wound on her back with a sword. I'm assuming the sword is still stabbed into her. Uh, yeah. Up through the sword come three blasts of energy from Eldritch Blast. Nice. All at the one asshole. Yeah. At, <gasps> at, at the main assassin? The first uh-huh. one in that 20? Two. I rolled Two all three at 20. once. Two nat 20s and one 15. Oh, wow. So, Beatrice is angry like soul. And 125 to hit. <laughs> so, what, so what was the non nat 20? 15. 15. And That's I've got a plus just, 10. Th- yeah, 15. So 25 is the lowest of the three to hit. Yep. All three hits. So... Um... That ends up being one d ten for each beam, so that's three d ten. So plus twenty plus your spell casting modifier times three, so fifteen. So three d tens plus thirty five is the grand total with the two crits. Oh, and that's max. 
that's max on one of them. 10, 17. <laughs> 25 on the roll. 25, so that's 60 damage. Yeah. From the three. And they absolutely, like, destroy the assassin. He is just pelted with this arcane force. Um, and... Alright. Um, so at that, Beatrice stands up. And... She says, We need to go. And just whips a dagger out at one of the other, who are one of the guys that's left. What action are you doing that with? Hmm? What action are you doing? No, what action are you doing that with? You've used your action for Eldritch Blast and your bonus action for your spell. Yes. Just to look cool. You put your spell back up. Um, Yeah. Um, All right. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week because this has run a little long. Oh, boy. We'll pick see you back next up. week, everyone. We'll oh, pick shit. back up on Sevia's go at the top of next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.